This isn't any regular heat. This is nuclear heat. Live from the 93.7 The Ticket Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America, bringing you the latest from the Square Circle on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here is your host, Jake Bakoven. Welcome into Nuclear Heat. This is our weekly wrestling podcast here on 93.7 The Ticket. I'm Jake Bakoven alongside Aggie Pena, and we are back for some more wrestling talk. It has been a while since we've done a, a, a show, but we're back, and we're, we're excited because the Royal Rumble has just taken place, which means, in wrestling terms, we're on the road to WrestleMania. Uh, the Royal Rumble, if you if you don't know, uh, is my favorite event. It, it, it is absolutely exciting. I will say the one thing about it is that I always get more excited for the potential of what could happen <laughs> than what actually does, but it is always exciting regardless because it is set up um, in a 30 men, 30 women Royal Rumble. They do it on both sides. And the winner of that Royal Rumble will headline WrestleMania. That's why we call it the Road to WrestleMania. So it's a, just a very exciting time in wrestling, um, aside from some very interesting stories that are going on in the wrestling business as well with WWE and Vince McMahon, who has who has left. We've got um, we've got Netflix now buying in. So WWE and Raw specifically soon, and 2025 will be going to streaming only. So a lot of things to break down and talk about, but mostly we just reviewed the shows. Uh, maybe we'll have time for that extra stuff a little bit later. Um, but we do have Royal Rumble and Raw, obviously, uh, to go over this week. Augie, first of all, let me say, let me ask you, how's the, how's the wrestling been? How are, how are you feeling in general about uh, Russell, the road to WrestleMania season starting? Um, you know, it's it's fun. You know, just like as you, the Royal Rumble is one of my favorite events. I love it. Um, it it's a fun time. You know, they got some good storylines going here. They got some okay storylines where there's just kind of throwing people together um but i think it, it's good and i think you know this royal rumble i think was a pretty good pretty decent show you know had some had some great times um and they're and it's fun to you know see some of these guys in the direction they're going for for wrestlemania there yeah and obviously you know obviously we're all well this show is not a um one that we have to hide behind the fact that it is predetermined we yeah. understand <laughs> that in the whole thing but it what makes wrestling interesting if you kind of break it down uh, from a business perspective, is those matchups? What's mm-hmm. going to draw the money? Um, what's what's the most interesting? What's getting the crowds going? And then something that we're seeing coming into play now with CM Punk, which is injuries, uh, and I guess what we're seeing with Brock Lesnar outside yeah. distractions that can come in and really change up a WrestleMania season. That's why I say, you know, the the, the funnest thing to do is sit back in fantasy book, mm-hmm. and that's basically what our show is <laughs> yeah. about. And we can have some fun with it, um, but it's very hard as a business to run it out that way because things are constantly happening. Um, just, uh, you know, a few weeks ago, maybe a week ago at this time, I would have told you, I think that Gunther was going to face Brock Lesnar, maybe Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. Now both those possibilities are up in the air, but yep. not necessarily <laughs> guaranteed. Um, and then, you know, the same thing kind of with CM Punk. He was an absolute draw for WrestleMania. This was the Royal Rumble was his first televised match in WWE in 10 years. This is not, this isn't something that you can just yeah. uh, rewrite it, it. I mean, this is what they've been waiting for. You can't rewrite a ten year storyline. So yeah. um, it is very uh, disheartening that that he is going to be out of it. And we can talk about what kind of went on through that rumbling mat, that rumble match in general. And so let's go ahead and, and get into it. Uh, just had to preface it with a little bit of fun because <laughs> I just get so excited about these storylines. Uh, the Royal Rumble opened up with Pat McAfee joining the broadcast booth. Uh, we can save this for later because this was in Raw, but they announced last night that he would be a permanent fixture now on Raw, mm-hmm. uh, which is, again, I think another good way. They got to do everything they can, whether it be to draw on The Rock or get Pat McAfee to get these big uh, names 
in the news to counteract some of the Vince McMahon yeah. stuff that's going to be in the news. So Pat McAfee joining Raw will be absolutely fantastic. And joining for the Rumble is cool, too. Um, I don't know if I've asked you before, because we, we, I, I say this with, with Cody, and we'll get to him in a second, too, but I say I don't quite get it. I understand that there's, there isn't it, and people love it, and, and people love him, and I, I just I don't quite get it, even though I understand all what goes into it. Pat McAfee is kind of the same thing to me, and I, and I work here at a sports station at 93.7 The Ticket, and uh, I understand that he, you know, I understand the former player and, and yeah. the entertainment aspect thing. And I think he's great for wrestling for the outside. And he's a good wrestler. He's like a good in-ring performer. So I in no way dislike Pat McAfee, but I will say I don't quite get it. But one way or the other, he draws eyes to wrestling. Yeah, and see, this is where we differ a little bit. because, And this is where I differ on the Cody and Pat, because I love Pat McAfee in the WWE. I think he is entertainment. He's great. You know, as you said, he brings a... He, he brings a crowd um, with him. Uh, he's hilarious. He is very athletic. Um, you know, I I do listen to his show every day as well. You know, so I'm I'm kind of a, a fan there. Um, and I think he brings he brings like that real audience. You know, he he's he's like from from our point of view and everything. You know, because you have mm. you know the Michael Coles and you have the former wrestlers and everything. And yeah, he's a pro athlete as well. But you can tell he's just having fun. You know, he's out there yeah. kind of he. A lot of what he does is unscripted. You know, if you watch, you know, even his show, you know, they, they cuss, you know, you, you know, they <laughs> say stuff, they kind of do whatever they want and they're going to get away with it. And I think people love that because he, he does that, you know, you never know his stuff doesn't feel as scripted as like a Michael Cole, like I said, or something like that. You know, he'll, yeah. he says the most ridiculous things, you know, <laughs> out there, like, you know, he'll bring his catchphrases, you know, uh, he'll, he'll catch, you know, Corey Graves and Michael Cole off, you know, because he says something. And I think that's just, that's hilarious. And it's great. You know, it brings that, that real as we've talked about you know wwe is scripted you know it's all predicted he brings that like real reaction like our reaction to thing and and that's kind of what i feel is like a big draw from him in there too and I, and I love that i think i think you're right i think he is i think that's a good way of putting kind of a voice for the fan now we'll say this to open up they've been kind of messing in with his theme music i yeah. think they've had some new one and that was kind of a problem in this rumble altogether to me was unrecognizable theme yep. music they they had that with Pat McAfee too. So when it kicks off the show, and you're like, I just love hearing music, and then you go, Oh my gosh, he's here! Yep. I heard music, and I was going, I don't recognize that. Yep. Well, who is that? And then you see it's Pat McAfee, and, and you're happy to go with it. But uh, the Royal Rumble then would kick off with the Women's Royal Rumble, a uh, very fascinating one. We were talking about this off air. I think uh, both of us agree the Women's Royal Rumble was better than the men's, but yep. it wasn't in, in this order. So we will talk about it first. Um, they, they started off with some big returns. Naomi uh, specifically returning, Natalia being number one. And this is the fun thing about the Royal Rumble. Well, that's one of my favorites, too, is you can, like, break down the positions yeah. in which people uh, go in. And so I thought Natalia as a number one. I don't have too much interest in it. They all, they're they always somewhat, I feel, pushing her a little yeah. bit onto me because of the Hart family. Um, but she's a longtime WWE fixture, so... I guess I knew she was going to be in, but I like I like a one versus two that gets yeah. you this let's go, and that didn't quite do it to me. So again, just for my initial feel of what am I hearing? What are the because the Royal Rumble is all about hearing stuff and then yeah. reacting. Uh, I have unrecognizable Pat McAfee music followed by Natalia, <laughs> uh, but thankfully the Naomi music hits, yeah. and then you're thinking, oh, I think that's her. Yeah, and she does come out, and and so that was very interesting. Um, Jordan Grace soon followed. This was a, a new thing, I think, to the Royal Rumble. It was the TNA champ, mm -hmm. um, and she very much held her herself throughout the match. Um, 
And so, I mean, I, I, you know, there's lots of other spots that we can think of um, that were pretty interesting. But I think the biggest thing to me coming out of this before we get to the winner was Jade Cargill finally yeah. making her debut. And she looks fantastic. She looks like yep. the next big star, just like everybody had been touting her. And there had been talks about how to debut her. Do you put her in NXT? Um, what did you think about this debut? Because she didn't win. We'll get to that in a second mm-hmm. as well. But she did have a very impressive showing, including getting out the bully of, yep. the, of the Rumble in Nia Jax and made it all the way down to the final three. Granted, she was like 27th or something yeah. coming in, but still had the this, this square off with Bianca. So, you know, just kind of all those things considered, do you think that this was the way to bring her into the WWE and what what would you do with her next? Yeah, I, I thought it was great, and I was going to point out the fact that she cleanly single-handedly threw out Nia Jax. I yeah. thought, you know, because you watched before, there was like 10 women trying to, you know, put her over, and, you know, Jay just throws her like that. But I thought it was great. The only thing I would have done um, was I would have maybe entered her, and, and it was a good showcase, you know, because it, it showed, like, you know, what she can do and everything. But I felt with her big surprise over who was actually the number 30, if you would have put Jade at the number 30 spot, I feel like that would have, you know, yeah, less of a showcase for her, but I feel like the fan reaction would have been huge. You know, it's like, okay, finally, somebody we're really waiting for at yes, 30. Yes. Um, so that would have been the only thing, but man, I thought she looked phenomenal. I mean, you know, she was manhandling people. Um, I, I would assume that she is going to go into a big feud with Bianca Belair here soon. Um, you know, they, they kind of, they kind of look like they could be related to there, you know? Um, yeah, both yeah. very muscular, yeah, very, athletic. very, yeah. um, I actually like was like, I looked it up. I'm like, you know, gotta make sure they're not <laughs> like, you know, actually related. They look very similar, um, on there, but I thought Jay did an amazing job, man. She's, she's going to be a star. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's so weird because she's been with a bunch of promotions. Like I think she was just with AEW, right. Mm-hmm. And then came over. Yep um and things like that so the fact that they just kind of let her go to the wwe and now they have her to bring life to this women's division which i wouldn't say is lacking because it's got top stars but now it's got somebody that i think can be a real threat to you know the rias the you know the other contenders well and especially for bianca belair because i do think that's where the money feud is Mm -hmm. i think that should be wrestlemania and bianca to me her character is just kind of stale so when you can kind of they can get away with keeping her the same character with a fresh opponent. Yep. And they could do that with, with so many different women for Jade Cargill, her presence on the roster as somebody that's immediately uh, viable and immediately believable. Um, you know, you can run her through everybody live more. I mean, everybody can yep. get their shot at her. And so for the next year and a half, you yep. can just have fresh matchups with Jade Cargill. And I can't wait for it. Now I do agree with you too. The 30, uh, the 30th entry which is a, a long talked about thing about because like you said, everybody's kind of waiting. That's your last chance yeah. to get the star that you want in the Royal rumble ended up being Liv Morgan who had been gone away for a while. Yeah. Um, good star. I think she was second yeah. in the rumble as, as far as, as last year um, and then losing to Rhea Ripley. And then this year being number 30, she did last till the end too. Um, but would have been a very strange, I mean, and she's, she's got star status, but, I'll I'll do the same thing with the men's Royal Rumble. I'm gonna be honest. I was hoping for Mercedes Monet. Yeah, <laughs> I think time. everybody. I or, think everybody or in was. WWE terms, yep. Sasha Banks. And so, a little bit deflating. Uh, and then when she was in the final three with Jade Cargill and Bailey, who was the eventual winner, I didn't feel her as believable. And, and I mean, if they did do it, it would have been a, a surprise, but yeah. not necessarily earned because she hadn't been here for a while. So I didn't necessarily see her as viable anytime coming back it was just kind of like okay she's back yeah and i i agree with that um it was 
kind of a let that I do like Liv Morgan. I think yeah. everybody likes yeah. Liv Morgan, but when Naomi returned at two and her and Mercedes Monet Sasha Banks left at the same time, I think when people saw Naomi at two, they're like, okay, Sasha's gotta, you know, this is her time. Cause I think she got injured and so she's been away yeah. um, from wrestling right now. And when you have it be Liv Morgan, don't, we'll get started about the men's who was number 30 and that right, disappointment yeah. later on. But um, Liv, I think was safe. But like I said, I would have, you know, this, I think 30 would have been perfect for Jade um, in there, man. I, I would have loved that um, in there. And then Bailey, you know, doing what she did. I thought she had a great, you know, uh, Royal Rumble is very predictable. She was going to win though. Yeah. I think she was probably the odd, like 99.9% of everybody thought she was going to win. Um, but they, they made her look strong. You know, they made her look good. They sprinkled in some of that damage control, you know, uh, Asuka and, uh, oh, what's her, uh, Carrie Sane. Um, yep. they had a funny spot in there too. You know, they yep. got, they had some good spots. Um, but I thought the women's Royal Rumble was fun. You know, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, opposed from being disappointed on kind of who was number 30, but it, it was good. Well, the disappointing 30 spot doesn't mean again, until in Liv Morgan's case that, uh, you're disappointed to see them back. It was <laughs> like. It was like the 2014 one, the like the most disappointing 30 spot yeah. of all time was Rey Mysterio, the most yeah. beloved baby face yep. of all time that you can't hard, hardly you cheer against. But people wanted Daniel Bryan, and they were and yep. and, and so the booze came on Rey Mysterio. <laughs> I don't think it quite got to boo level with Liv Morgan, but it was a little bit underwhelming. Um, and so it's it's kind of interesting just to see um, how how they booked the Royal Rumble because. I'll say this about the women's match and the men's matches. They didn't have surprise returns this year as far as, um, you know, kind of the old guys yeah. and, or old gals that, you know, aren't going to have a long run. But sometimes, it, you know, like an MVP, it turned into yeah. a Lita. Sometimes it can turn into mm -hmm. a bit of a run. And so, it's kind of, it, you know, they didn't do that. And sometimes that's flexing the depth of the roster. Like in the yeah. women's case, I think that it definitely is. I think when they did the first women's Pro Rumble, they might have had like 20 competitors. Like the, yeah. the roster's now there that they don't have to do it but it's personally part, part of what i like about the royal rumble so i yeah. kind of miss that uh in both cases this year and I, i'd agree with you i think bailey was predictable yet um the right choice yeah. because mm -hmm. this is a long storm story storytelling which we love as fans uh it, it looks like it's going to in in in, in raw would further indicate um set up for a, a matchup and some uh dissentment within bailey's group yep um and so uh, we'll see how that goes, but certainly they look very strong. And Bailey is very interesting because she got cheers because the respect for her, despite her being one of the biggest heels. Mm -hmm. um, so I think just the respect level that's there, she can take pin after pin after pin, and she yeah. has um, throughout this role to kind of set you up to thinking she's not necessarily on a hot streak. But it would make sense for her, yeah, uh, to eventually turn. Is that she can get the win though too at any time, and you're not surprised. You're not. You're not like, hey, that doesn't make. You know, mm -hmm. it makes sense because of how Bailey is just one of the OGs in the women's revolution. Yeah, and and one thing I have to point out, our truth, national treasure. Mm. His spot was just hilarious. It, I genuinely laughed. Genuinely laughed. Um, felt bad for Valhalla in there. Um, <laughs> yeah, but that was that was. He's great, um, you know, his his involvement in there. But I do agree, you know, Bailey is – I've always liked Bailey. Um, I wasn't sure, you know, when we started talking about this, you know, started this podcast earlier this year, um, you know, we were like, man, Damage Control has lost like six matches in a row. You know, yeah. ba Bailey's taking the pins. We're like, what, what, what's going on here? And now she's the winner of the Royal Rumble. And, and you know, they don't just give anybody, you know, the Royal Rumble wins. It's you know, you're going to main event WrestleMania. That's that's like the biggest match of your career. Yeah. Um. You know, unless you're, you know, 
somebody who gets it in the next year doesn't, you know, goes down the pecking order. But, you know, the, I think the storytelling is it's been long. It's been painful for her, but it, it's paying off now. And I think, you know, we'll see who she chooses, you know, to fight. Yeah. I think it's going to be EO Sky more than likely because that's where the story's going. And, you know, the payoff will be there. So I'm, I'm excited for that. Which is interesting, too, because she's what I had concerns about her early on in her career was just this absolute baby face heel, yeah. right? There's a d difference between face and baby face where it's just like, you know, you couldn't be any better of a character as far as the good guy versus the bad guys. Yeah. Right. And so she was just really in hugging people and just a mm -hmm. uh, role model and good guy. And she has been able to turn that And Part of it was uh, actually with Sasha Banks during the, 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 the COVID era with the empty arenas, is that they dominate is because yeah. part of her heel work. And she's been able to carry that all the way to here to which I think they will have to turn her face against EO mm -hmm. sky uh, and damage control being the big bad group. That's going to kick her out. But if she chooses EO sky, does that make her the bad? I mean, I'm interested in, yeah. in so they got, a, we know how this is going to end, how you get, how you set it up and how you make it look and, and how believable it is along the way will determine how good it is. Yeah. And, and it is interesting because, you know, it, watching SmackDown and, you know, watching their story, it's, you know, because you have EO and the Kabuki Warriors, mm -hmm. you know, they're a clique. And then you got uh, is Dakota Kai, right? Yep. That's yep. A, yeah, Dakota Kai has kind of always sided with Bailey, And Bailey's kind of been the leader. But since EO won the championship, you know, that kind of ascended her to the top. So if you watch it, it's been like the Kabuki Warriors and EO have kind of been their little clique within their group. And Bailey and Dakota have always kind of been, you know, on the, on the outsides per se. So, you know, that I, I think the storytelling there's been, been good on that. Um, they're together, but you can tell there's just a little bit of friction, you know, that it, it's not meshing like it should. Um, but yeah, no, I agree with you. It's, it's, it's going to be fun. And you know, they have, what, what are we like two months away from WrestleMania now? Mm -hmm. They got two months to tell that story, you know, get it right and get us excited for this. Cause there could be a little bit of a struggle because EO Kyrie and Oscar don't really speak English all that well. Right. So Bailey's going to have to really carry those promos if she's going against them. Which is which is why the real winner of the Rumble was EO Sky. Yeah. Because in that in in, in in and the WWE for their long term storytelling because they used Money in the Bank to get put somebody in a position um, to to kind of to to elevate mm -hmm. and you know and she's fought everybody she's you know with damage controls help as yeah. course of the heel faction has has defeated you know all these big names but still eo sky as much as i love her as you know the, you know she's great in the ring and, and 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 i love her as a wrestler um you as you mentioned there's just kind of a language barrier mm -hmm. and so herself drawing just a opponent that doesn't necessarily have a connection to her I don't think that's WrestleMania worthy. Yeah. Bailey turning on damage control in the EO Sky elevates EO Sky in a storyline to where it can be. Mm -hmm. And so I think that, you know, I think it's been a very good job by WWE to help elevate EO Sky as their women's champion. Yep. Uh, we'll move on here to the uh, championship match, uh, the four way between Reigns, uh, Roman Reigns, that is, LA Knight, Randy Orton, and AJ Styles. Uh, of course, if you have been following wrestling, you know Roman Reigns is going to win and likely with the help of his own heel yep. uh, faction. Uh, and that happened once again in this game, or in this match. It was a good, hard-hitting match. Uh, of course, Solo Sokoa of the yes. Bloodline shows up, pulls the rest foot to save Reigns for being pinned at one point in the match. I really liked the stacking opponent yep. <laughs> of the match because uh, at some point, I think it was Reigns who was looking to stack his opponents, mm -hmm. or it was actually Solo who, who stacked yeah. a few of them for him, and then he got 
punched and knocked out into it, uh, I believe, from the top rope from AJ Styles. And and so it was three guys stacked there for a second. They all kicked out. I thought that was a very entertaining part of the match. Um, and ultimately, Reigns, though, pins AJ Styles to retain. Also, throughout this match, you, you could kind of tell, too, Reigns and Orton could have done this alone. Yep. Um, and we thought with Orton's return that that might be the case. They added LA Knight and Styles to the match, and they've kind of had a rivalry within themselves. So a lot of this was LA Knight and Styles going at it and Orton and Reigns going at it, which um, for these three guys, it's just kind of interesting because they easily would have elevated and made more more interest because they're all been been hunting, been been trying to get to Roman Reigns. It would have made the men's Royal Rumble, I think, a little bit more interesting if, it, to me, I think, if instead of having Knight and Styles in this, maybe have them going after Reigns and then put them in the Royal Rumble as yeah. well, put a little more stakes in it. Um, but the opposite of that is fans might turn on you if you don't <laughs> let LA Knight win the Royal Rumble. Yeah. So they kind of let us knew who wasn't going to be the Royal Rumble winner by putting them in this match. But still, I thought a very entertaining match. Yeah, no, it, it was fine. Um, I thought, you know, that them four put on a good performance. You know, it's 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 hard to watch a Roman Reigns match sometimes. I'm a, I'm a Roman Reigns fan. I still like him. You know, I still watch it. But man, Solo, you know, the whole coming in with the hood, um, you know, that stuff, that stuff kind of gets a little, you're like, ah, who's going to do it? When's it going to happen? Um, but yeah, no, the four of them I thought had great spots. Orton, I thought looked great. I thought he looked strong. Crowd favorite um, seems like the yeah, too. Mm-hmm. And I'm very glad that Knight didn't take the pin because, you know, we talked about it. You talked about it. Maybe he was given chances too early, you know, kind of push down our throats, yeah, all that stuff. Not then organically. Go, yeah, non-organically yeah. on there. Um, and he didn't take it. it you know, and, and Styles has won a championship. You know, he's a WWE champion. Um, you know, you pick him to to take the pin there. Um, but for for a split second, a part of me forgot that there was going to be interference. And I was really like, <laughs> man, Randy Orton. Randy Orton looked like he was going to be the guy, um, you know, to maybe dethrone him. Um, that, you know, that's a guy I thought that realistically had a shot. But then at the same time, Reigns, um, you know, came in, looked strong. You know, as always, he's a champ. You know, You know, he's untouchable in there. Um, I would give it like a, like a seven out of 10, you know, yeah. I thought it was entertaining. It was good. Um, I, I would really just love though, for once, if the WWE would just, you know, like in this instance, if Reigns could have just pulled off a clean win, I know that's not his story and all that, but man, can you imagine if he could have pulled off a clean win on these three guys, then you'd really yeah. be like building him up. Yeah, for exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Then you're like, okay, you know, he's a legitimate champ, you know, that, that can do it on his own there. So, yeah, yeah that's a one route they could have gone, but I do think, to, to, to WWE's credit, they at least got you and many fans, and, and that's the challenge of these these matches that you know Reigns is going to win because they've been building his character yeah. up forever that it has to go to WrestleMania. But the challenge is, at least for a half second, just get people to think maybe yeah. they'll do this. And and, and they end, end up not doing it, and, and ultimately you're mad at, at the Hill group, <laughs> so I guess that, that was the goal. It's, it's what they want. Uh, we'll move on to the U.S. Championship. Logan Paul and Kevin Owens. Uh, good hard hitting match back and forth. Logan Paul again. Uh, if you'd recognize the name outside of wrestling, don't be fooled. The guy can go. Uh, and Kevin Owens is a great, you know, a counterpart to that because he's one of the best technical wrestlers that the WWE has, as far as at least you know the, the move set that they ask him to do. Um, ultimately, Austin Theory gets involved, passes brass knuckles to Paul. Owens gets a hold of the brass knuckles instead at some point <laughs> instead and uses them on Paul, knocks him out. Uh, and then, of course, because he is a, a face, the referee catches him uh, red-handed. Uh, I think there was two count, and then, oh, he saw the brass knuckles and therefore declares Logan Paul still the champion in the winner of the match via disqualification. 
Kevin Owens still gets the music walking out. So I'm probably going to see another, you know, these, this is the type of finish you're going to see more of this feud moving forward. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. It will probably be an elimination chamber match. Um, but I thought this was, this was a funny match to me. Um, cause when that, when that ref sees those brack knuckles, he's looking down at the shoulders one, two, and then his eyes just magically look up and it's like, wait a minute. What do you got on there? It's like, it's like, what do you got on there? Um, and the whole part, you know, once the gold knuckles, it, it was, uh, it could have been a swerve, you know, when, when Kevin hit that, you're like, you're like, wait a minute. Is he about to, you know, pin and win, um, on there? But I, yeah, I thought it was hilarious. Um, I thought it was a good match. Um, I, it was a lot more entertaining than I thought it'd be, but it's because Logan, like you said, Logan Paul and Kevin Owens are great wrestlers. They're great in the ring. Um, Logan Paul has to get credit for that. I mean, yeah, he's a YouTuber, all that stuff, but man, he is athletic. He yeah. can pull off some moves. Um, and being in there with a veteran like Kevin Owens, I mean, that's, that's just, it's great. Um, the whole Austin theory, you know, and them kind of being in it, I'm like, yeah. all right, you're, you're kind of feeling in a, a spot for them. Um, but yeah, no, it was a good match. So I had fun watching it. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was solid enough, and and I think it also goes to both Logan Paul, Pat McAfee, and WWE's credit that they can, you know, kind of have this type of pull this off at the Royal Rumble, and it's not necessarily, hey, this is a storyline. It's just kind of we're used to now Pat McAfee and Logan Paul being part of wrestling, yet they bring in so many outside eyes, uh, you know, to every event that it's uh, it's obviously great for for both sides. Um, well, let's take a quick break, then we'll get into the men's Royal Rumble because we've. We've we've exhausted our, our our time here for our first our first segment because there's so much to talk about. The men's Royal Rumble will jump into next, and we'll get to Raw. That's all coming up next here on Nuclear Heat on 93.7 The Ticket.